So what's different from the show, Adam? From what show? <laughs> yeah, you from don't the normal show. You're just gonna kick back. I am. I'm gonna take a nap right now, right in front of everyone here. So deal hmm. with it. That's you know, okay. <laughs> don't do that. Bill, you, you can't do what? that. Bill. Why? That's like, a, that's like a new racist symbol. Is it? What yeah. is it with all this crap? Like, that was a normal thing that we did as kids to say, yeah. like, didn't the Fonz do that or something? Like, that was normal. No, I think he, oh, like, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Say, oh, he did a thumbs up. He would say, huh? yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, a thumbs up. Someone's yeah. going to say that's racist. Yeah, yeah, just going to say, like, I think, what is that symbol where you go like this? What's that's that? something bad. I don't know what it means, but it's bad. I don't know. Somebody, it was actually like two weeks ago. Somebody told me that was racist, and I thought they were joking because do you remember that, like, the the finger game thing where you put, you do this below your belt waist? And yeah, 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 yeah. And, then, yeah. and then you punch him? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dude, elementary that. school, that's all that it was. We would catch each other, and then you get, um, and then if you flinched, you got two for flinching. Yep. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, what is it with like the the dude getting old? I think sucks. this is like something against Jews or something. I don't know. Is why, it? Why does he got to be Jews? I don't know. We don't talk about Jews enough in this show. We no, really we don't. don't, considering we, we don't. have one. Yeah. We yeah. do. Who's we Jewish? have a house Jew yeah. right here on the show. Yeah. Who's that? Well, half. half. Oh yeah, your your wife's half Jewish, right? Yeah. No full. So I'm I thought you were Jewish. I mean, by marriage. So if you're like, oh, bro, I thought you were Jewish. What the? You know, you're not, don't stop saying that, then. So would that make you kind of like <laughs> Jewish-ish? Like I'm Jewish-ish? I would say yeah. So can you wear a yarmulke? No, that's not. Do know. you guys do you guys celebrate like? Actually, uh, let me Monica tell you something. And Christmas. We had uh, when when I first got married and we had a uh, a son. There was the whole ceremony and all that, and they wanted me to wear one of those things. And they oh, were yeah, like really pushing me on doing it. And then the rabbi was there. And I'm like, listen, bro, I'm not all about this. I, don't, I feel really uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. And he's like, that's cool. Don't do it. I'm like, all right. So we're on the same page. Thank you. You, like, you should have stepped up and like puffed your chest at him like this. And listen, bro, I'm bowdy bowdy. I ain't going to wear that. <laughs> and then I showed him I have a, a cross <laughs> on my arm. <laughs> That's great to show you. Go like you're, this not, dude. No. you're dead to the family, bro. No, no I'd never had another one of those Christians. No. God damn it. So, yeah. We should probably hey, at, we should probably say at, hello to everyone and stop talking about yeah, the hey, at your at your wedding, did you guys like count all the money before you did anything? <laughs> all the gifts and like no. the money and they're like dancing oh, Did you guys have one of those weddings where you sit in chairs and everybody lifts you up and like bounces? Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, I got married in a courthouse, all right? It was did you guys like throw oh. dishes down and like smash the dishes? There was no super dishes lame. in the courthouse. Yeah. Grandma, did grandma like shoot machine guns when you guys walked out? Yeah. Do they do I that? I think that's a Russian thing, I think. I don't know. I saw that on YouTube, dude. Like grandma, uh, grandma like a big old machine gun and she's just like bah, 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 shooting it in the air. And it's like, where are those bullets going? Apparently the rest of the world doesn't think logically when no. they shoot bullets into the See, air. Those, those bullets would cost too much. Um, <laughs> Russians are scary. Nothing against mm. Russians, but you guys are super tough and frightening and their voice mm-hmm. just their language scares you it's yeah. like oh yeah i don't know let's not mess he with them you now. if he dies he dies <laughs> i'd rather talk to canadians all day long because i feel like they're just gonna throw fairy really dust have fairy you talked to joe though. behind the scenes man i think yeah, we kind of a... we are the reason why joe has become angry <laughs> joe, joe is like an abusive spouse to us i think we're abusive to joe though well i no, think regularly no you know what? It, it's back. been too long since I've actually had a private message with Joe, and I probably need to do it and be like, "Hey, do I offend you? 
do I hurt your feelings when I say this shit about you? Because I've done this before. I have to like mm-hmm. message you and be like, hey, bro, I know I fuck around with you all the time, but like, does that offend you? Like, are you okay with that? Am I hurting I, I your feelings? See, I don't second guess anything I, I say to Joe anymore. I think it just right. went like Joe started off when I met him that he was super laid back. Oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, shucks. Blah, blah, blah. And then we were, mm-hmm. we gave him a hard time and we're like, listen, you can't be a pushover. And I, he went full 180 on us. And now he's mm-hmm. like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm out of here. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you exactly. Joe is like, fuck everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe's Joe's like a clingy ex-girlfriend, man. Yeah. So. Like, Jake, like Dave said, Joe is sweat and kind behind the scenes. Sweet and sweet kind. Story. Sweat. I sweat. sweat. It, it, the Canadian-American <laughs> translation is a little different. Yeah, yeah let's sort of... <laughs> Anyways, let's start the show, boys. <laughs> got, Look at uh, Joe over here trying to change the subject. This is Joe's way of telling us we're making him uncomfortable. Big Clive. Yeah. Yeah. Big Clive so, in the chat. He likes Russians, he says, eh? He says they're great. Clive. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's, hey, that's a... It's an interesting thing to point out right in the middle of stuff, but <laughs> hey, whatever. Wait, wait. Jesus, Jesus says that Joe gets a bit scary sometimes. Do do people really get intimidated by Joe? I mean, yeah, I do. You see him. You see him flexing <laughs> out of that shirt right there. That's a double XL shirt he's wearing. True. You know, I would send Joe a real shirt like one of these, but he won't give me his address. So still, <laughs> no, how many years have we been like friends, fake internet friends, and I still don't have his address? Nope. Demonetize. Yeah, you're right. No, I bet he took the numbers off his house just for that very reason. <laughs> Even the mailman doesn't know where his mail goes in that neighborhood. Nope. Thank you, Dizzy. You see, Dizzy's coming in here. Just class, like always. Joe is cool. Hashtag Joe's got to go. Hashtag bum dumpling. <laughs> bum Boom. dumpling. Why don't we say hi to our favorite guest? Yeah, let's start the show. Eh? Yeah, let's start. The, let's start this crap. All right, because I'm tired, and I can't wait to get this up. Nah, I got my joking. feet up. So, welcome to HVAC Overtime. As you guys saw, this is a safe place to come in here and bitch about your week, complain about it, ask questions chat with other like-minded folks like us like people in the chat whatever and know. and and we really like to put canadians in the corner as you can we see do. joe's sitting in the corner there so he's he's in a timeout that's okay though for now but patrick swayze is about to come put us in our place right now <laughs> yeah so without further ado let's say hi to our number one fan randy and his little buddy luke Hold on, hold on, man. Most times I say that, and it's like 15 minutes later, you hear it. You I'm know? on it. Come on. I press Shoot. it too. Hey, Your sucks, bro. Jay Leroy Lacey says, I'm kidding. You're as sexy as F, Joe. Right? Right? Wow. Hey, I can give you his email time. address. That's all I have, Jay Leroy. I only have an email address and a yep. private message Instagram or Facebook thing. So you could be a gay for the stay at overtime. Gay for the stay. That's a good hashtag. <laughs> what does that hashtag mean? Hashtag gay for the stay. Very I don't go. know what that means. Frenzy. I don't know. How do I not know? Is this like a thing that, that happened while I was on vacation? I don't I don't understand that phrase. Uh, which week were you talking about that you were on vacation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which week? Uh, let me let you know. I was actually just discussing with someone. My vacation consisted of one day off and which, taking which a three-day weekend. Weeks. So every other week, I've been busy at work. So he says. Mm. So he says. Yeah. I was talking to another business owner today. A hashtag friend of mine. Hashtag pineapple parties. No mm-hmm. hashtag refrigeration technologies. Um, <laughs> I was talking to Mike today, and he, what did he say? He said uh, Mike Passarello, and he's like, uh, 
I said, man, I want to take a vacation. He goes, nah, bro. He's like, take a vacation when you retire. And I'm like, fuck. All right. See, that's not very fun. Sounds very healthy, right? He telling you <laughs> that sounds depressing. He said, man up. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty much sounds, what he told me, dude. Sounds depressing as hell. Well, anyway, let's give some shout outs here. We got watching her tonight. Jesus Tilapia. That's a weird tapia. Tilapia. Tilapia. It's <laughs> my favorite kind of fish right there. Jay Leroy Lacey, who thinks Joe is sexy as F. Let's not forget that. Let's let's remember this moment where this person said Joe is sexy as F. Where's that at? Uh, scroll up a little bit. Let's make a big deal out of this. I'm going to pin it. I'll pin it so it pops. Yes, pin it. Definitely. Smart Pig. What's up, Smart Pig? Chipmunk, 2008. Rich. Rich is in here every week, man. Dave Rich, G, Rich, Dave is G. he's always been in here. Dude. Good to see Dizzy Dallas in here. He was in Chris's live stream on Monday. Good to see Hughes, you, man. What's up, Brian? Hughes, hope man, you're man. staying. Hope you're staying dry, man. It's been fucking raining all over hell around here, and he's uh, he's about three hours away. So I don't know if it's raining over there, but we we got Clive's crew in here. We got Chipmunk. Yeah, Bald, Big uh, Clive. Tomorrow, four o'clock. Go watch Big Clive. El Anonymous. Actually, I got an alarm on my phone now because every week. Every week, even though it's the same time, every week, every Saturday, I, I get like drugged into some sort of project. And next thing I know, it's like six, seven o'clock. I'm like, oh, shit, I miss Clive's stuff. And I'll usually tune in. And I'll catch like the last few minutes of it. But you guys don't be like me. Go watch Big Clive tomorrow at four. And, and, and there's Weaver coming in with Clouds again. Bam. Yeah, we got a lot Detroit of right building. John Deere fans. Susie, Susie Dunn. I haven't heard of that name in a while. We're sweating over here too, Rich. It's freaking hotter than crap, man. It's we, cool. we we basically yeah, are but, minimum hundred degrees for the rest of the next month. Yeah, but it's a it's a dry heat, right? So Shut it doesn't up with count. the dry heat crap. It doesn't I, count. I posted a picture. It's that not it was as good as our heat. Our heat, our yeah. heat is, is hotter. You were yeah, we we referring to somebody, and uh, yeah, it's funny. Anyways. At 123 degrees, it don't matter if it's dry or humid. It That's right. Fucking sucks. I want you to come mm-hmm. here and start running calls on the roof, Chris. All right. Well, I'll let's see. It. If you steamed a piece of toast and ate it, you burn your mouth. But if you toast a piece of toast with dry heat, you don't burn your mouth. True. So, boom. Hash, that's up. science. That's just science. That okay. Is. Shut up, Bill Nye over there. That's science. <laughs> you guys like my? You guys like my new shirt? Look at that. What is it? Black Panther. Nice. Oh, speaking of that, I'm gonna watch Space Jam when we get off. Black of Panther. So, can we talk a little HVAC? Well, obviously, for sure. That's what been yes. talk about for 20 minutes. So, I had a question. Actually, uh, the one guy who is uh, working for me, he had a question for me today um, about something he learned in school, which it confused me. He's going me. to school. Yeah. I didn't know that. So um, here, here's the question. This is this. I don't know. You guys chime in. Whatever. I, I don't work on a lot of heat pumps, but he was saying like, I guess his teacher was talking about on a heat pump when you have a receiver and an accumulator, when you energize the reversing valve or disenergize the reversing valve, do the jobs of the receiver and the accumulator switch? When have you seen a receiver oh. on a heat pump? That's a good question, I, too. I've never this seen what, a receiver what he, on a heat pump. I don't, I don't work on heat pumps, really. No, there's well, only an accumulator, so that way it protects the compressor. Yeah. I've never also, like, they, they couldn't reverse, could they, because of the piping inside the... Uh, you would have the dip tube, right? Yeah. Yeah, they can't reverse, period. Yeah, they're, they're, I've, I, I mean, I'm not saying there's never going to be a receiver on a heat pump, but I've yeah. never, my personally never seen a receiver on a heat pump. Okay, hey, what's up, HBACR Survival? We see what you over there. How you doing, man? Yes. yes. What up, homie? But anyway. well, so you're always going to have an absolute discharge and suction, so it's never going to switch. Now, 
one thing is different from, from heat pumps um, from here and there is energized is cooling here naturally there i believe energized energizes heating am i correct um well yeah so so there's different heat pumps that fail um there's there's there was a common joke that used to be called a california heat pump that would fail to cool and then you would have a heat pump that the reversing valve would fail to heat wasn't it it's not a california thing isn't it ream i heard is it ream that one of them it's uh energizes o during cooling right yeah yeah, there's some there's one of them that fails to heat and one of them know. that fails to cool i've literally so. installed a handful of heat pumps i've never had to run a service call on one ever so mm-hmm. i would be super lost. i think i've maybe touched two heat pumps in my entire life yeah. i've probably worked on maybe 100 or 200 like not that many Look you know? did you want to talk about that well, heat pump that you came across the other day chris uh, refresh my memory because I already forgot. Well, it wasn't in a heat pump. Uh, well, I guess, no, I guess it was just reversing. Well, I guess reversing about heat pump. This is the oh, one so I've got this. Last. Yeah, I've got this. Uh, this this heat pump that is driving me nuts. Um, because ever since I've worked for this customer, I've never had great performance out of it. It's a it's a seven and a half ton split system that <clears throat> I'm running. Um, low suction i'm sorry high suction low head pressure um and i get about a 10 degree temperature split across it but i have good subcooling decent superheat um well, you know half-ass decent superheat what but is the superheat i don't remember to be honest with you I oh just yeah i remember this we it's a scroll not a recip right yeah so first off with i i asked the guys in our private chat i was like this i mean i took a little clip of it and it's been driving me nuts because i cannot perfect the system and i and it's just making me go bad crazy because it just doesn't operate very well um and one thing that i noticed though is originally when i saw the high suction pressure low head pressure was in my head it immediately jumps out as a compressor problem yeah but it has a scroll compressor so i mean it's possible that like a bypass valve in the scroll compressor, like some sort of the protection device is slowly bypassing uh, head pressure into the suction side or something like that, but it's not making any noises. I made a mistake though, because I was talking to one of the guys and I never ran the numbers through Copeland mobile, which I probably should have done because that would have told me if the compressor was operating inefficiently, but I was, <clears throat> I've never seen a scroll compressor fail in that way. I've seen recips fail that way where you have a leaking reed or something and, you know, gas bypasses into the other side, but I've never seen a scroll fail where you would have, um, you know, those conditions. And so yeah, condemn it and cut that mother didn't open. Did you have, wasn't it a really low temp split? Yeah, 10 degree, 10 degree TD across the... And you said high suction side. High suction pressure, low head pressure, and a shitty TD. Um, and when I add refrigerant, it just stacks the subcooling up. The subcooling rises, but nothing changes. Uh, I'm glad Mike, Michael House said uh, too much airflow, maybe small takes free. And I was kind of going along the same lines because it's going to be on that side. <clears throat> but how about, obviously, you're not going to get like a uh, common split, like insulation on obviously super on the lines, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. How about like, let's say... Um, too much airflow. Load in, in that room. Like how much load is there or how much... I don't know how much like is it well when i was when i was running it the other day there was an 85 degree load in there um it was probably i'd say 30 percent humidity if off the top of my head so it was running now when when we you know going through my head the things that i think so this is a a seven and a half ton split system with a single compressor it's a linux system it has a uh, air handler that has uh dual txvs so mm-hmm. you have two txvs 
Um, is there a reheat coil in there by chance? No, there's no reheat. There. There's no mixing. There's no hot gas bypass. There's no hot gas bypass. It's mm. a straight heat pump system. Nothing fancy. There is an economizer damper, but it is completely shut. I verified that. So we're not mixing any air. We're just bringing that air in there. So it's possible that uh, my original thought was maybe the air handlers mismatch maybe because it's all factory it's all been like that since day one and maybe you know yeah there's problems with the, the the txv maybe there's something going on but this is one of those where the customer had it installed many years ago and it's been painted over and you can't read any of the nomenclature you can't read anything and so uh, so first off let me say this system's always been a problem for me but it's not a problem for the customer so so they've never wanted me to really dive into it other than like I was there the other day and the condenser was plugged. So I cleaned the condenser because it was off on head pressure and it, and it works, but it just doesn't perform the way so, that I want it to. So the say, customer's not bitching. You said it's high suction pressure, right? High suction pressure. So what, what was the saturation? Around. I didn't pull it up. Around. I didn't plan on this. Oh. I think I remember. it was pretty good. It wasn't, uh, it was like 150, 140, if I remember. The PSI. Oh. Yeah, I, d I don't remember. I didn't plan on this. Joe Joe threw this on me, so I figured we'd talk about it. <laughs> you know, I know I was good. I, I just was wondering because it's weird because the system's running so long, and and you said it's always been like that. So I, I was thinking, like, I'll just top of my head, like, I don't know how's the load, and everything you're telling me it's five degrees load, and. Yeah, one of the things that I thought about too was, hey, maybe the reversing valve is leaking. Maybe something's going on there. But we no, that. no, we checked that. Um, we had a what did I say, Joe? Like a five degree temperature, yeah, four, four degree temperature four. rise on the suction line, and that's fine going through the reversing valve. I don't see a problem with that at all. Four no. degrees ain't gonna do nothing. Um, do yeah. anything, anything, nothing. Anything. Nothing. Ain't gun done nothing. Ain't gun done nothing. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that isn't, isn't a four degree temperature rise still a bit concerning not across the reversing but not to me because no. you got to figure the reversing valve's got discharge gas going through one side yes yeah yeah four so degrees i don't think that's going to make much of a difference and when yeah, I, I don't, I don't think degrees, it's like your took, problem or anything but yeah i took my temperature clamp about uh two feet away from the reversing valve and then i took it about a foot before the reversing valve on the suction line and we had about a four degree rise you know so I, I don't see a problem with that. I'm leaning towards kind of like what House was saying. I think that there might be something. I've always been curious if the air handler was sized correctly. Unfortunately, yeah. I can't see it. Yeah. If the TXVs were sized correctly. I will say that both the TXVs are feeding because you can look at it again. I didn't dig super deep into it, but you can look at the evaporator and you can look at the, the condensation um, and the way that it's feeding all the distributor tubes and everything. Everything's feeding evenly. Um, ever, like, cut the fan off and then just see... See what the frost pattern looks like? No, I've never done that. Um, that that would be something. Now, let me add insult to injury. This air handler is 16 feet in the air, so you have to access oh, it from God. an A-frame ladder. Oh. And you're standing on a 12-foot A-frame ladder, standing on the top, holding yeah. on to some things to kind of it's it's one of those things that you just don't want to spend a lot of time yeah, doing. It. Like I won't let any of my employees, I won't let any of my employees work on it because it's too shady having to get up to it. I almost thought about going to the customer. This is a customer that I've actually kind of thought about firing um, mm. because not just because yeah. of that. I do a several of their restaurants, but they don't do preventative maintenances. And this whole entire summer has been nothing but emergency calls where I have to change filters, change belts, clean evaporators, clean condensers. And while that is my job, it's kind of frustrating in the middle. That could have been prevented. Is, yep. is this the yeah. same customer that you replaced that air handler 
yeah. a couple months back. Yeah. Yeah. I changed a 15 ton split system for them a while back and that was a nightmare too. Yeah. Same thing. I did uh, a, uh, a couple of years ago. Have you guys heard of Kratom? No. Yeah. Um, I was Watch at a, documentary on it. I was at a Kratom factory and that stuff is nasty. It, it's a Kratom. Kratom's I heard it's like this, illegal or something like that. Like it's, uh, it seems just like a murky topic. Yeah. We could talk. We that's what we specialize in, murky. It's like CBD sort of stuff is the the gist that I got out of it. It it's crazy. It, but anyway, um, question, guys, question, because somebody told me, and I, I had no idea because I never seen it before. So question, anybody in chat, were you guys? If you guys know, is it possible to have yes. a specially made uh, compressor sideways? What? It's not especially made. There's compressors that sit sideways. There's scroll compressors now that they're really? made, that lay on their side. Really? I didn't know this. Yeah, it's for space. They they do it in uh, yeah. supermarket refrigeration and stuff. They'll do R two ninety systems that have scroll compressors right. that lay on their side. Sideways thinking, scroll compressors. Yep. yep. So do you right. remember that picture that Yamo sent us once? There's like a train XB unit, like in an ice cream place. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay. Those yeah, are like, These ones are specially made. This was a yeah. heat pump, and it, it was for to save space, like Chris is saying. And he showed me a picture. And it was a sideways, like the top of it was like so bad of angles, so tight. I wonder, I wonder what kind of like havoc that wreaks on that bearing. I'm and sure it's made. It's made for a sideways. You'd think so. It's not a normal scroll that they just lay on their side. I think it's no, made for it. It's so. just different. It looks different. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I've never seen that yet. Do, do you remember that? I can uh, pull up the picture. Do you remember that back when we were showing pictures all the time? Do you remember that one picture where somebody mounted a condenser upside down yeah. from the ceiling? Yeah. Mm, no. No. Why did they do that for? I don't know. Why did oh. they do any of the stuff they do? Because they're stupid. Yeah. Hey, why don't you talk about that uh, coil you got there, uh, Adam, today that you took? Because oh, I've never seen one of those either. The eight inch coil. Uh, it's so they're called, replacing those flat shits or I don't know what it's to replace. I just bought it because so if you rewind 20 years ago, 20 what years up, ago, whatever, um, air handlers generally were a lot shorter, right? Now they've increased in size. I think yeah. what we needed was 40 inches or maybe slightly less than 40 inches. Yeah, they're like seven foot tall now. Yeah. <laughs> so and the, the problem was the uh, the supply plenum coming off. Right next to where it comes off, they have a takeoff, a big duct being take, taken off. It's in this tight little closet. You can't access anything, so you can't redo it. can't rework the duct work. Um, so I had to get something that would work. Um, so what I ended up doing was using a Goodman modular blower, one of those little blower cabinets with a variable mm -hmm. speed blower. And then I found on the Facebook group, I asked people, what, what's the smallest coil you guys know about? And it was this company called Diversi Diversified Heat Transfer. They make a flex coil, one and a half ton to three ton, and it is eight inches tall. Didn't you get it? The idea from the beautiful HVAC Overtime Facebook group? Yeah, didn't hey, you I just the say idea that? From there, Did you? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Adam, can you approve a screen share? Bam, mother. That, no, it looks awesome, Adam. That uh, that coil looks awesome. So heat twenty says those are rotary compressors. No, it's not. No, it's not rotary. Copeland scroll horizontal compressor. There you go. You can see the legs. Yeah. Chris, can you, can you close close the porn, the other porn tabs you have in the background, please? You want to see those? Hold on. Sideways <laughs> <No. laughs> scroll compressor. <laughs> um, 
So uh, yeah, it. the Copeland, it's a ZRH uh, horizontal compressor. Uh, how does yeah, that we had, we had Trevor Matthews on a while back. He didn't mention this to us at all. Well, we didn't ask him. We it, did not ask him. It actually, the feet are on the bottom. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Pretty plain and simple. Look at that. 360 view. Let's look at that. Man, dude. Look at this website. I got to cut one of those open, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, look at this website. It's amazing, this website, and people don't use it, even the app. Copeland Mobile, Matt. This is one of the best apps in the world. Right. Yeah, I got the app. I don't use it near enough as yeah, I should. So yeah. I have seen these being used. Uh, you can go. Let me just stop the screen share. I've seen these being used um, uh, in supermarket systems. I haven't personally seen them. I've seen videos and pictures. Uh, supermarket systems, they were trying out like R290 uh, propane in some of the supermarket lineup, the case lineups. And it's crazy because I think I mentioned this to Trevor. They would have a compressor for every case, like every door. So you would literally have 30, 40 compressors, like, and they were tight. They were so compact and, and yeah, it was nuts, but yeah, they'd have these things on those. Wow. Compressor yep. porn. <laughs> Do they, uh, I wonder if they have any sort of, I don't know, pictures or drawings of the insides, the guts of them. I'm sure they probably look pretty similar to the regular upright scrolls, well, but I just, I just wonder about that bearing like the, not only a bear, well, I guess the motor is gonna be fine. It's just a state of motor. Yeah, be yeah, fine. the motor would be fine, but I would I would imagine that bearing. I mean, obviously, it's laying on its side. Unless they have, I wonder if they could do it where. Well, now I wonder about the discharge. If the discharge is on top of the this, scroll plate, you're think you're, about. I mean, if you have, I mean, you have exhaust fans that have horizontal shafts and bearings with a wheel on the end. I mean, it's all about I, balance and, and having the right bearing that can handle the heat. The reason why he's asking this is because he was a small appliance repairman and he was working on the upright washer and dryers and then he went to the front loaders. And the Neptunes. To, yep. You know how many bearings I replaced in those Neptunes, man? Those are garbage. Don't ever buy an, don't ever buy a front-loading washer from anybody, <laughs> ever. You'll get mold filled up. The bearings go out of them. I don't care what they say, what kind of new technology they invented, because at the end of my appliance run, they had all sorts of balance and weights, and you know they had suspender things in the front, and they actually had a cinder block in them to help balance the, you know, as a counterbalance. Wow. You know how many cinder blocks I seen get blown apart because that bearing couldn't handle all that weight? <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, well, you see the private chat? Betty, Betty in the chat's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> she only likes some of the things, not all of them. Yeah, only some. So like, those are the things I'm talking about. The rest is the stuff you guys what's are some? talking about. What? What? Some? It's the stuff I'm saying. Well, I she likes the stuff there. I'm she saying. She only likes the stuff. Is that? Is she like biased? She only likes Bill. She's biased yeah. to me. Yes. Yeah. Only thing Bill says she likes. Everything else, no. Yeah. What Where you guys is say is garbage. Pretty much the story of my life. She told me. I, I got. I got a question for you guys. Uh non-hvac oh shit when i go to the bank right i go to the bank and i withdraw some cash because i want to have cash in my wallet i have to withdraw large amounts because of course every you do. skims yeah. <laughs> skims a little bit off the top so i end up with a very small amount at the end of the day gotcha and, uh, like i swear my wife we i went to the bank and i know she's gonna take out money right so i'll go and take out like 400 bucks i'll go take 400 bucks put it in my wallet and then 200 bucks will disappear. And then a week later, another 100 bucks will disappear out of my wallet. And I'm like, so I'm left with 100 now? Like, what the? <laughs> is this just me? Or why do you, why do you need cash? Don't on? you have debit cards? Yeah, but I like to have I cash. Love debit. 
I know. Do you not, do you not like to have cash? I like to have no, cash. I like to have like cash. the envelope system. I thought you guys were like budgeting and. Well, we do, know. but when you get past the envelope system and you're dead, <laughs> then you can go back to normal life. Oh, you mean when you're just raking in that straight cold cash? You got raking you in got crap, the, bro. I live in California, man. 100,000 subscribers and your mm-hmm. diamond play button. Are you guys making fun of me because I withdrew $400 from the bank? Shut the F 400 up. bucks. I doubt it's 400 bucks. I, I, wish, I know. I wish listen, I, could... I know how YouTube works. 100,000 subscribers. That's about, what, 85,000 bucks a month off of YouTube? <laughs> listen, I've crushed the numbers. Hey. If that's true, then my wife is getting a crap ton off the top, bro, because I'm not seeing that money. So Look at all those t-shirts. This is what I try yeah. to do. Every Monday, I count those to see how many you go through. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, remember, you remember when I bought all those shirts and then uh, the person that I bought them from was like, God damn, this dude's, this dude's awesome. He's selling so many shirts. And then I haven't bought shirts from him in over a year because yeah. they're still sitting there. No, oh, got hey, so, uh, yeah. I've seen those. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Miley, Mealy, washers. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. They're Italian. Those. Yeah, they're uh, they're expensive too. But yeah. I, I've never worked on them. Those are pretty cool. Cause I'm not saying those are pretty cool, but they Mealy is a huge company. They make faucets and and appliances too. Like like you say, that's where I heard, heard that name from. See, Jay Leroy knows what it's like. He says you can't buy Coke with a card. Come on, bro. You gotta have mm-hmm. cash. True. True. Good. 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 Good point. Good you want to go to the hot house and buy gummies? You got to have cash. No, I buy it with my EBT card. Isn't that super weird that like it's legal, but you can't? You have to use cash to buy your uh, paraphernalia. Actually, I Do don't. You? Not here. I think you can use a card, bro. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can use a card if I want to go to the pot shop. I mean, yes, yeah, 2021. I bet you could. I'm not an expert in that matter because my wife usually buys it, but I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I think I think we need cash. Did you um? Did you guys see that picture I took? I think Bill was asking about that. Uh, I put it to the email for, but I forgot to tell you to upload it about that uh, art gallery I was at, and it had the heat pump, the train heat pump with the reheat coil. After looking into it, pretty mm. cool setup. What was wrong with that? Oh, actually, I was installing a steam humidifier, and um, it, it was a little hard because they had some guy in there, but and he didn't want to do another company. Because I, I don't, to be honest, I don't know why they want to do it, but I had no problem doing it. Um, anyways, uh, it was a train heat pump. The supply was all taken by a reheat coil, and I guess the room was just Jason to the wall, and I had to put it into the return. It's adjacent. did you say it's Jason? It's yeah, Jason. 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 Like Jason. Jason Bourne to the wall. Yeah, Jason Bourne. <laughs> I know who Jason Bourne is. Do you? Yes. Who is he? Yes. He's the guy not who was in the Fast and Furious not too long ago. Nope. That's the way uh tripping, bro. That's Jason Statham. And yeah. Jason Bourne <laughs> is a, a book series that was turned into a movie that's played by Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. oh, oh Jason Bourne. It's like uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I switch it up. Isn't that a Tom Clancy no, you, book series? No, you I, remember I, I call time out on that. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're like, right. Jason like Bourne. Like he was he was a janitor at a school, he solved a math problem, then he fell into some gamma radies. And then after he fell into the gamma rays, he became Jason Bourne. Of course. I'm out of tea. I'm confused. Gamma rays. Yeah, it he looks wasn't disgusting. The what are the gamma rays from? The home. I know I know the 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 math. That was uh Goodwill hunting, but what was the gamma rays? What was he I in? I don't know. Oh. Nothing. Anyways, I found it interesting because in an art gallery, they have to really control the humidity and dehumidification. And they have heat pumps like twenty 
I don't know how many, 28 of them in this place. That sounds like you know how many. Well, the the uh, <laughs> the way this guy, I'm not going to make an example how we talk to him. The maintenance guy, he's been there for 25 years, so you know already how he how's is. He Come on, Joe. How is he sound? Oh, he's, he's not really, watching. It's bad English. He spits. He's a, he's not a close talker like that episode of Seinfeld. That's uh, why you're supposed to wear a mask, bro, because uh, when he spit, it stops him from I need a mask. I need a face shield. I need a fucking biohazard, dude. This guy is just spitting. <laughs> he's walking around, like, walk so, around holding a windshield. So let's just paraphrase what Joe's trying to say. Yeah. This guy is of another ethnicity yes. and another religion, and Joe doesn't like him. No. So no, he's no, coming no. up with any reason to not. Just, is, <laughs> a, it, it, does his religion rhyme with airbnb no <laughs> he's not a he's not a rib no 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 oh. that's a good one no um so anyways uh you can't talk to him this is joe uncomfortable by the way if you guys he, he doesn't he doesn't know <laughs> much but what were they they doing bill is i say so i looked at it and see what the hat what the hell's going on here is a building loop that goes through the coaxial of the water heat pump Mm-hmm. After it goes through the condenser of the coaxial in the summertime, because heat pump, it goes through the coil in the supply to lower the temperature. And I think I was talking to Adam about this. We were talking about the carrier infinity, about lowering the temperature to control, I humidity. guess, uh, the humidity, the relative and then, humidity. And then reheat, right? So you could. Yeah, with the not, reheat. It's, not, it's not so change the temperature, right? Yeah. yeah you're so lowering the temperature. And then you're and raising the temperature the humidity, back up. Relative humidity. Sorry? Yeah. But then you're re-tempering the air, right? So you're right. not dropping the with, temperature. Yeah. With dry air, though, with dry heat. Well, yeah, because if you heat up air, the relative is going to be more. So, yeah, it's it's heating up the air. and Without after, adding moisture. After hey, a Bill. And the relative humidity is going to go lower. But, yeah. Hey, Bill, right. I think you need to get a ring light like Joe. You can look in his glasses and you can see what kind of ring light he has, and that's the one you need to buy. Oh, it's, if you look in Joe's glasses, it looks like his eyeballs are wonky. <laughs> oh, yeah. One tier. Yeah. What, what, what do they call that? I, one eye looking. Crazy eye, bro. We call that challenged. Crazy no, eyes. No, no, it's... I wouldn't let you test drive a car with Steve Buscemi eyes. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Ah, Steve. Yeah. Steve Buscemi from uh, Buscemi. Con Air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That guy's like the ugliest dude I've ever seen hey, in my entire life. Can we life. agree? Have you guys seen the movie Con Air? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Steve Buscemi's character in that movie was probably one of the <laughs> scariest characters I've ever seen in a movie because when he, I remember watching Con Air and it's a Nicolas Cage movie. It's horrible, right? But it's a good movie. You know, it's fun to watch. Nicolas Cage when is Steve great. Steve Buscemi is by the swimming pool and the yeah. little girl walks up. I instantly was like, please, no. Yeah. Please, no. My but, stomach dropped. And then you they, know? Were, they were having tea mm-hmm. time at the little table together. Yeah, yeah, that creeped me out. Like, and mm-hmm. and they didn't show anything bad, and nothing happened. But that that scene just gave me the creeps, dude. Yep. And then Steve Buscemi has a great line in that movie when they're all singing uh, "Sweet Home Alabama" on the airplane, and he goes, "Define irony." All these men are something like that singing, uh, singing a song about people who died in a plane. Oh yeah, like that. Yep. They're on, you know they're flying on a plane. But, Steve Sorry. Buscemi, he's a national treasure. He is actually Nicholas Cage's yeah, national treasure, exactly. buddy. But which, hey, if we're on the topic of movies, real quick, that new Nick Cage movie, Jujitsu. Nick Cage made a new movie. I have not. I don't is, think that I would it see. It is garbage. I think Nick Cage, uh, uh, National Treasure, was probably and and Con Air might have been his best movies ever. You're right, oh, Raising well, Arizona, off, maybe. Face Off was pretty good too, though, dude. With Face I mean, Off. For my first thought with it, movie, yeah, I was like, "You guys have totally different body types." 
<laughs> they just change their face. Yeah, they like, just like oh, change yeah. their face. Like, oh my god, you look just like that guy. I'm like, what about his <laughs> fucking elbows and his chest and everything? Yeah, like, yeah. That is this doesn't like, look the same. Is this like uh, the '90s movie discussion? Yeah, yeah. This is much. '90s '90s hour. '90s discussion. and nine. You know what? New segment. Just thought of it. Nine minutes of '90s with Chris and Bill. There we go. Nine Bill. minutes of '90s. Me and Joel uh, take a nap. We just hey, let's 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 power through this. We have thirty seconds. Name something from the nineties. Beavis and Butthead. Mm, raising Arizona. That's on my mind now. Is Raising Arizona really nineties though? I thought that was more eight late eighties. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? What's oh. eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Johnny Depp, bro. Johnny Depp, killer role playing a um, Edward autistic. Scissorhands. No, he didn't. Didn't uh, Johnny Depp played an autistic kid in Raising Gilbert? No, Grape. that was uh, that was a dude from the Titanic who played Gilbert. Oh, Grape. you're right, Leo DiCaprio. That wasn't no, Johnny. No, Depp. You're never right. watched that movie. Other Italian actor. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I, I screwed up. I'm done. I I'm dead to everybody. Trapper keepers, man. Trapper keepers, dude. Trapper keepers were awesome. I love trapper. I want a trapper keeper now. What about what are the what were the little boxes, the pencil boxes that held the secret compartments with the buttons that would pop out? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't remember that. They had these little pencil keepers. They were double sided, and they had a button, and you would push it, and a little pocket would pop out, and yeah. you could keep your eraser That's in what there. The and rich California kids had, Bill. Yeah, Shut up, kidding, dude. Right? That was not rich. I, I could tell you where I was living at the time. I, I bet if you go rich. back in time, like Chris's high school was saved by the bell. <laughs> best friend was Mario Lopez, look like. <laughs> What's up, Mario Lopez? <laughs> You're my best friend. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, enough of the '90s. Ooh, dazed and confused, Jason Johnson. That was. Yeah, that's a good. Yes, one. that was probably that. that movie launched so many people too. But that was a great movie. That led me to uh, in high school. We had a place that we partied all the time. We called it the Moon Tower. The Moon Tower. Yeah. Cool. You'd be much cooler if you did. Yeah. You want to buy a Lincoln? I'll, I'll try to change the subject here, guys. Welcome you back. You can try, over time. Uh, Bill, so how was your week today? Anything interesting? Or Nothing yeah. too Actually, crazy. I think everybody in the chat was having a good time with our conversation there, Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just faking it. Hardy pooper. Yep. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to work here. Get back to the grinding. <laughs> Chris Young said rich kid issues. <laughs> yeah, rich kid issues. Uh, oh, man. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. I seen a rich kid once and I put a sign on his back and said, ask me for a dollar. I'm rich. Mm. So anyways, Bill, as you see, I'm going to go back to my story. It was a reverse acting uh, thermostatic, you could say mixing valve, three-way valve. That oh, was yeah, the three-way valve. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that's I was what just talking, talking to somebody about three-way valves today. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Earth back to Bill. Yeah. Hey, bro, you weren't talking to anybody. Click your other browser tab. That's where you're talking about three-way valves. Yeah. Oh, different, dude. No, serious. Joke. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about three-way valves on a, uh, a temp chiller we installed for a customer. They still have yeah. a bunch of three-way valves we haven't gone back to replace yet. Oh. Seems bizarre, right? I mean, we're, spend we're, less money to rent a uh, giant temp chiller that we set on your sidewalk. Oh, so, oh, okay, so these three-way valves got, like, are on a chiller? Oh, the three-way valves are on the air handler. Oh, gotcha. And I think, if I remember correctly, one, and it's all pneumatics, one of them is just bleeding air, so it's kind of working. And then one is seized completely shut. It's not working at all. So what do they control? So, How does it work? The three-way valves? Yeah. 
Well, there's a thermostat that is, you know, obviously pneumatic, so everything's powered with air. So air goes into the thermo the, the thermostat, and through a relay, it'll be really the air will be released into the three-way valve, and the three-way valve will basically either bypass the air handler, and it'll just send the water back in a loop back to the uh, the chiller loop, or it'll open up and it'll send water into the coil, and then you know obviously it'll go back to the loop. Very good. Or, but I feel like I just like was given my first Chinese lesson. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. Oh, just three-way valves. Speaking really of Chris, Chinese, I... let's bring this back in simple terms. All right, back to the pineapple party. You know how that works with three ways? Okay, I'm going to play your game. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, guys. Sorry. Anything else? Anything okay, else? we got to get serious. Adam, Adam, the, the creator over here, wants us to get serious. So I was... Uh... I was back Creator. at the uh, airport today looking at that giant, like 500 million BTU boiler today. Yeah. And it's been a while since I've been back there and look at that specific boiler. And it's coming up on heating season. And I really want to just tear this thing apart and see what the insides would look like. Oh. You know, it's got, it's got, yeah, I mean, it's a boiler. Everybody says they're not that complicated, but uh, there's a little bit of stuff I'm not real familiar with on it. The gas train, the modulating gas valve. I'd like to just tear it apart and see what's inside. Oh, that's cool. Sequence of operations seems pretty pretty simple, but uh, you know what? I don't know if you can tell me this, but uh, average psi on these boilers, Joe? You know, um, water pressure, or whatever it is. Well, how tall is the building? No, he's not uh, talking about water pressure. He's talking about gas pressure, right? Oh, gas pressure. No, no water pressure. Oh, then yeah, how tall is? <laughs> mm, you know, it's like two stories where it's got to pump it to. Okay, well, I'll tell you this. There was uh, just the other day. Um, this is there was a. a uh, <laughs> there was a what was it? Um, cooling yes, tower. They were, they were having troubles uh, to get a flow through the cooling loop, and they have obviously air uh, swoops or whatever they want to call them, air slops, air swoops, whatever. And it's like a big air vent on top of the cooling loop, on top of the beside the cooling tower, right? Like, is this to bleed off air or something? Yeah, right. Air yeah. scoops, and. <clears throat> And then the guy uh, was asking. Wait, who's the guy? Uh, I'm just some guy. My friend was you asking. Get a bus stop? <laughs> he was asking, well, how Mike, much PSI? Your friend? <laughs> Does your friend know where you live? No. Oh, and he was asking me how much. Has your friend I seen thought. you? Has your friend seen you without pants? Yeah. Seen me without underwear. Why are you at job sites with your friend? What the yeah. f, Joe? Yeah, no kidding, right? Gooey eyes. So PSI back so to the PSI. Truth comes out, man. He was asking me about like I'm let's trying say, to follow uh, Joe's was... eyes, and I'm getting all dizzy. <laughs> oh, man. oh my god! You know what? Go back. Go back to you know what, Adam. You you just do the simple terms. I was gonna go a whole new different story about this pressure and blah blah blah. But you go. go I just ask like, what's the average pressure? Because this is, a, I think this is a low, this is a low pressure boiler. It's right now it's operating at twenty five psi, I think. But as I, I don't know if that's normal. I have no point of reference. So I'm, I mean, a, just a two story building, that's probably high, right? Is it? I would say so. Yeah. I mean, the manual says this particular brand or this particular model can go up to three hundred fifty psi. So crank that bitch up and let her rip, tater. Let chip. her rip, tater chip. 350 psi 350 bro no and blow that's, that whole that's building probably like math, it's probably like max, max test pressure 
three fifty uh, yeah. on Steam. That that ain't no, it's no, water. No. It's a water bottle. Water, water. Yeah, that's what oh. it says. No. It says low fire fifteen or high fire and not high fire, but you know, low pressure and then high pressure uh the version of it is up to three hundred and fifty PSI. Can you do a it's from YouTube video? It's from nineteen sixty seven, so yeah. I don't know yeah. if that helps. I I guess. I don't you know, like it, it it varies. Like even like um when I was going back to this loop pressure, they say um, it depends where um, the fill station, let's say, is. You know, like most buildings you go to sometimes, usually the fill station, let's say, will be at the top floor. They say it's uh, 25 to 30 PSI. If it's on the bottom floor, you're adding 5 PSI for every floor. Uh, so, gotcha. You know, like it, it varies. Is, like people have different... Whatever. This is the same place that's got a uh, another one of those hot deck cold decks that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like got a direct expansion hot deck coil cold, in it. Cold deck, upper deck. Yeah, upper deck, oh, lower deck. deck. Ever it, taken an upper decker? Back deck. Or given take, an upper decker? Yes, you can take an upper decker because that'd be really nasty. But if yeah, you, you take an upper it? decker, um, Steve Johnson saying that oh, Jason Johnson, sorry, buddy. Uh, Steve, he has seen Steam Boys up to 15 psi. I, have, I don't work on too much Steam, but especially lately, but. 15 PSI, wow. Do you guys know why 15 they... 15 or 5... What did you say? 1,500 PSI. 1,500? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Lot, I, just remember, uh, I just remember listening to Dan Houlihan or Hallahan or whatever yeah. the hell his name is and reading his books. And all I he mean, would, like one of the things he would say was, uh, if you could heat the Empire State Building with a half a pound of steam, you could heat any building with a half a pound of steam. Nice. No, with with these boilers, like the reason behind pressurizing them to like whatever 25, 50, 100 psi, whatever, like you're changing the pressure inside the tank, right? And you can, you can heat water at at, at, the water essentially has a different boiling point, right? Mm -hmm. That's why that's why they say like if you don't watch it, they're they're a ticking time bomb, you know, because they Uh, can explode. Well, I think that also doesn't that also come into the fact that uh if you have like cold return water coming back or your water feed coming into a hot boiler it could crack everything with yeah. the rapid expansion of the water yeah i don't remember why did no. they explode i mean i know it had like with the hartford it's got to be the cold water right because it's the hartford loop when they're coming that's the only thing i could think of yeah, yeah. the mm. hartford loop i heard was developed by the hartford insurance company to stop paying out claims for houses that would blow up really yeah this for the cold water return? Yep. See, I was... Or the water sort of, feed. Water I was feed. under the impression that Ask you Rich. pressurize the boilers so you can you can manipulate the boiling point of the water. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Thomas Hines, boilers are depressing to talk about in cooling season. Deal with them enough come November. Eh, that's a good point. So do, so do we. Yeah. I actually wanted to bring something up that Adam and I were talking about before. Oh, sure. Sure, Chris. Sure. The show, and I want to like feel like I'm part of the conversation. like 45 minutes before Joe showed up. So I'm going to insert this into here. Um, Look into my eyes. And we were talking about uh, we're taking applications for <laughs> uh, the bottom left of the screen. Um, <laughs> here. We're replacing. Shit, I can't point. There you go. Down, uh-huh. down there. One of these days we're replacing something. No. Um, so something happened over the week uh, when I was using some uh, digital smart probes and I ran into some issues where I was getting some funky readings while I was uh, testing a air conditioner yesterday. 
and I was working on it and things were all out of whack. And uh, it really, really made me, you know, second guess what was going on because it was saying like my return air temperature was 100 degrees. Um, my suction pressure was this. My head pressure was this. And it was it just didn't make sense. Hmm. And what had actually happened was within the software that I was using, it went wonky and it changed all my probes and remapped them. Hmm. I wonder what software well, you're talking about. I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw names out. Okay. No. Cause it's the most amazing software in the world. Everything has glitches, even the space mm. shuttle, right? We saw Apollo 11, right? Or Apollo 13, right? Is it so, called measure slow? Tonight's the movie reference night. Yeah. So, but no, what I wanted to point out though, was there's so many people out there that swear up and down that digital is the enemy and that every technician needs to learn analog. And I swear I've used my temperature probe and my analog gauges for 20 years. Been doing this for 25 years. You know, I'm so sick of that crap, right? Because digital is so accurate and it's so amazing. But Mm -hmm. just like with analog, you have to know how to interpolate what digital is telling you and how to know when something is wrong. Is that a real word? interpolate yeah i thought it's interpret interpretate interpretate. i don't think i used it right i think it's interpret i believe is what i was supposed to say but interpolate is a word too but i think i used it incorrectly there's a word that sounds like interpolate that i'm trying to think of percolate masturbate percolate Percolate. oh i was thinking masturbate but you know no i I, I don't do that we (laughs) i had a goofy one today a little bit well wait 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 let me finish that but what i want to point out is is that while I agree that everybody needs to understand basic concepts when it comes to pressure temperature charts and you can have the same problems with analog too. When you were using compound gauges, right? And you didn't have digital and you didn't um, calibrate or zero out your gauges when you moved uh, to, you know, higher elevations and different things like that, your gauges wouldn't read the right numbers. So you had to know how to calibrate the gauges, right? Same thing with digital. You have to know how to say when something is wrong. Like this doesn't make sense. And what I ended up having to do was go in and remap all my probes because for some reason my probes were mapped incorrectly. was on my discharge. My my outdoor air was on my return. And it was making me think that my compressor wasn't working. Yeah. When in fact my compressor was working. And, you know, so we have to be able to, mm-hmm. to understand when something is off. You got to interpolate. So, we got to interpolate if I, mm-hmm. I think we're totally butchering uh, that. I, I honestly kind of think it was your helper just fucking with you. It's possible. Didn't don't you have a story? Yeah, yeah I have a story. I've been percolating to hear it. <laughs> You've been percolating to hear it. We're not going to go there, but but for real, I mean, digital really is super accurate and it does benefit us. But we just have to know we still have to use our brains. Digital Absolutely. gauges don't solve everything for us. You know, we, we still have to be able to say, hey, something isn't right here. And just because our gauges are telling us that we have, you know, whatever readings, we have to be able to look and say, okay, you know, this is going on. And now me personally, I don't know about other people. Me personally, like I don't use troubleshooting per se when it comes to my softwares that I'm using. I don't let the software tell me what's wrong with the system. I will occasionally look at what the software has to say. And I'll compare it to what I think in my head and be like, okay, yeah, I think this is going on and the software is telling me this, you know, and then I'll, I'll, I'll figure out a happy medium between the two or something like that. But we, we have to be able to look at our gauges and know that, Hey, something's not right. We don't have our temperature clamp on the right spot. My sub coins insanely high. Well, dumbass, you have it on the discharge line, you know, like yeah, fix yeah. this, fix that, you know? So, 
Yep, that happened to us today. We were doing that a through-the-wall condenser, and uh, I'm letting the guys, you know, do... I'm trying to let them do as much as they can, right? So he's, you know, these things, they have the little holes, like the package units where you feed your hoses through, you make your connections. We're checking the charge. Uh, it was a piston coil. We had low uh, head pressure and kind of high suction pressure. And I'm like looking at it and the superheat was low. So then we had the reclaimed jug taking out liquid directly into the reclaimed jug. Um, and the head pressure is getting worse. And the only thing that's changing is the temperature and the superheat. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? The split was so bad. I'm like, hold on a second. I pulled the thing off and the low loss fitting was not twisted on all the way. I'm like, son of a bitch. It was, so it's real, that sent you down a rabbit hole thinking that you got all the problems. It did, but it was low because, I, yeah, because I was like, is this compressor not working properly because my head pressure is low? It was like 75 degrees outside and my, my head pressure was like super low, like 78 or, you know, or saturated, yeah. saturated temperature, you know what I mean, on the, the liquid side, 78, something I, like that. I've had something similar where um, between my my smart probe, I use the field piece, you know, probes and between my probe and the system, I put a service tee so that way I can put a charging port. Absolutely. On the side, right. Yeah. And I've had it where my Schrader depressor in that little charging tee doesn't depress the Schrader enough. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Where and then you'll go and you'll grab it and you'll really wrench on and it. And then with all, your all, finger, of all of a sudden the pressure changes. Boom. Increased. Yeah. You know, what, but the so, same thing happened to me, but the pressure dropped and it's like, oh, we're low on charge. Now I yes. see what's happening here. Right. Because so yeah, you, you took all, some out at that point. We did be, just because the superheat was like one degree of superheat, but we're basing the, the superheat off the wrong pressure. So it's not the correct superheat. So it wasn't a one degree mm -hmm. superheat. It was he actually puts in chat his symptoms. And I'm like, okay, uh, let me think here. Uh, if, you know, honestly, Adam, it's, the way his, uh, his things were coming at me, was, Seems like it's a TXV. <laughs> but I was just starting getting things off. And I'm driving, and I'm starting to say, like, oh, I fixed echo, it. Like, okay. Echo, echo, echo. Sorry. Oh. He's like, what is it? And then, uh, then he realized, yeah, his fucking shit's and I just shouting. We just twisted it, did the old, uh... yeah, that was stupid. It worked fine after that? Oh, it was fine. It was low on charge, filled her up, got her to target 27 degree superheat. And you know, those are the things that. The subcooling got in order. Everything was good. I hate those little things the most. More than anything, I hate when you make those little tiny stupid mistakes. One time, I installed a condenser unit, and I had to I had to put in a fan cycling switch, and I actually put I actually attached the capillary tube from the fan cycling switch to the suction side. How did that work me, out for you? Well, it took me an hour to figure out because I'm like, why is this thing not coming on? So how bad did that piss you off when you had to uh, oh, redo I, it? I still I'm still pissed off. That was like months ago. I'm still pissed off about it. Yeah. What is going on with Joe's mic? The chat is asking. Nobody knows. Well, see, I got a new mic to see if I could prevent these problems, <laughs> oh, but it seems like no. it's still happening. So, no, so anger out, Joe. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna post my hand right here. I offered to uh, send Joe a computer and a microphone <laughs> and a mic stand if he gave me his address. He's lying, guys. Oh, no. Mother, bullshit, I'm lying. Motherfucker. Yeah, no, he's telling the truth. Adam was in here, bro. Yeah. 
That's true. I offered to send him all that shit, and motherfucker says, "Nope, I like my Apple. Go fuck yourself." I love this Apple. It's Apple. It's Apple Pro, and I love it. It's, it's for some reason just these USB mics. It's not for some with reason. It. It's a pile of garbage, but I love it. <laughs> Anyways, I was saying, uh, Clive mentioned something about um, it fluctuating. What? Now I've seen uh, contaminants in a refrigeration setup or system, and I've seen digital uh, fluctuate as well. Hmm. You know what? Um, and I see the argument in the chat and kind of talking a lot about Joe's saying too. There is positives and negatives to analog and there's positive and negatives to digital. Yeah. Okay. There's things that digital is going to show you that analog would not show you, but there's also things that analog will show you that digital. So analog, I favor uh, compound gauges, the old school analog compound gauges for setting pressure controls because the reaction time that you can see on an analog gauge is instantaneous. Whereas on a digital gauge, there's a two second lag, you know? So if you're setting a pressure control and you're trying to see when the system actually shuts off and then calibrating a pressure control, analog is king, right? But when you're checking superheat, I'm going to tell you right now, when you're working on a multi a circuit system so you have two evaporators or more and you're trying to set superheat when you make an adjustment on one valve when you have digital gauges on there what you're going to notice is the superheat's going to change on the other coil when you make an adjustment on one coil and vice versa you get instantaneous more accurate data using digital when you're looking at that whereas you wouldn't see it with analog because if you have an analog gauge on there and you're checking superheat you're looking at the analog gauge you're looking at a pressure temperature chart you're doing the math, and by the time you've done the math, the super <laughs> changed three degrees yeah, yeah. from what you've done. So there's good and bad to both. Yeah. Uh, Understanding how to use both is great. Analog was cool because you had a pressure temperature chart on your freaking gauge right there. You could, I mean, it was easier to look at it and not have to look at a paper and say, oh, yeah, this is this. Digital gives you the pressure right. temperature chart and does the math for you. You know, so there's mm. good and bads to both. I always like the argument of people are like, yeah, you got to you got to be able to do the math. I'm like, it's simple math. Like if you can't subtract and add a few numbers, like really, is that where you guys are getting hung up on? Like you need to make but, sure your apprentices can subtract like, money from here's 80. Here's the thing. You have you have the uh, the new S-mans with the, the temp clamps. Mm -hmm. And what if you have wonky temperatures or whatever and you accidentally switch the clamps? And yeah. you're, you're like, what's going on here? What happens if you take a temperature clamp on the S-Man, like on the older, uh, well, even on the regular S-Mans, and you have the wired temp clamps, and you accidentally have something underneath where the temperature sensor sits on the pipe. Mm. So it's not giving you an accurate temperature reading, right? Versus using the, uh, the new uh, rapid rail technology on the new Joblink probes that you actually have to sand the pipe for it to make continuity across the pipe because that's how it takes the temperature. It's much more accurate because it actually has to, it's a pain in the ass because you got to clean the pipe before you put it on, but you, you, you have eliminated the potential of having some sort of a buildup on there. That's changing your temperature reading too. So there's, there's goods and bads to all of it. Um, it's all about understanding basic concepts and to make it absolutely clear, digital does not do your job for you with the example that I gave earlier. My digitals were acting up and I had to look at them and say, wait, something doesn't add up and I had to figure it out. So digitals aren't going to do our jobs. They're not going to, you know, set in and stone. They're replace technicians. No, they're not going to replace technicians because no. you still have to have brain power. Yeah. 
you know, to be able to say this is a problem, you know, this is what's going on. Do you ever go back on old systems you worked on in the past, like back before you had digital manifolds and you see like little rings of electrical tape all over the, the, uh, the (laughs) from taping the thermal couple to the pipe. That was never accurate, by the way, those thermal couples never did. I mean, that's how we did it. That's how I did it. That's how it was done. That's how everyone did it. Yeah, and, and that's true. And there's truth in the fact that when they talk about placement of a suction uh, sensing bulb for a TXV, you know, like, oh, you got to put it on this part of the pipe, on this part of the pipe. And I mean, there was truth about the yeah, thermocouples too. If you didn't put it on the right part, you would, you know, if you put it on the top of the pipe, there might be air in the top or, you know, vapor where it's not going to get a true temperature reading. It. You need to put it so, at the bottom. You got oil insulating it. Digital, digital makes it so much nicer. Because right. So, pipe, uh, yeah. You know. You know, uh, you know. I think old Handy Luke used to have to be a, or he wanted to be a plumber. And look what he comes in with, okay? And then we dock p- plumbers, okay? Yo, have any of you tried dipping Cheetos in ranch? Come on. That's what you can tell you the plumber. Dude is fucking <laughs> high as fuck right now. <laughs> He's got the munchies. I know it when I see it. <laughs> and, uh, I know, you're right. And by the way, bro, you don't put Cheetos in ranch. That's fucking disgusting. You put Tapatio on Cheetos and you eat them with a spoon, bro. Come on. You know what they used to do in my... That's uh, hot sauce, dude. You was, put hot sauce on uh, Cheetos. Have you never done that? It's no. epic, bro. Take that's... like Mexican uh, hot sauce, like Tapatio or Cotillo. Uh, Cochila or Cohila, how you pronounce that shit, and put it on regular. I have I have a rule about hot sauce that I don't eat hot sauce because hot is not a flavor to me. Oh, shut up, dude! There's something wrong with you. Fucking hot is is a temperature. You northern wussy. In high school, they used to there was in the cafeteria. They people would buy the Cheetos and they would go to the nacho uh, cheese machine and just pump nacho cheese in their Cheetos. Uh, I don't know that I could do that. Hot sauce. Yeah, I could do that before hot sauce. I wouldn't enjoy it either one, but (laughs) I mean, you you can't knock it till you try it. Hey. I'm going to ask you guys right now, is any, uh, uh, like, legit, I need a commitment from one of you. I want to know, is any one of you, I think I know one of you that will do it, going to come to Vegas next year? I'm planning to. Adam. Joe, really? Have you got your passport, bro? Joe's not going to do Don't worry about it. Don't don't worry about it. My cousin, he's got a connection. Don't worry about (laughs) it. Remember remember when we were all going to the symposium, and Joe's like, I'll get it. I'll get it. Uh, no, I, I couldn't get it. We had a damn stupid whatever disease in the air, so I couldn't do anything. Oh, they didn't stop just handing out passports. No, but I couldn't go anywhere. So what's the point? Hey, so are we gonna do like a legit overtime meetup in yeah. Vegas? Yeah, yeah. We could totally set this up, and Let's I could it. like fill an event for sure. Uh, oh, I'll you're gonna in. fill an event? Yeah, you- I'll I'll put the word out, dude. We'll fill it. And I want to see all these guys in chat coming up to us in Vegas. <laughs> Is it a answer in the chat right now? Is anybody planning to go to HR in Vegas next year? Clive, I know Clive had even said something about it. Yeah, he, he, he's never been. Yeah, we're good. What, what do you mean by an event? What are we doing in the event? Like, what's I don't the, know. We'll have a meetup at a bar or something like that. Oh, like we'll organize a meetup where everybody gets cool. to come and hang out. HVAC overtime. Me event. and I Bill like will be drinking near beer. <laughs> I can't even drink that. <laughs> I'll be over there just drinking Diet Pepsi and just. Complaining about how much it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who cares? You don't have to drink to enjoy. I it. might go if like if Big Clive's going. I might go just to. Hey, just to well, get a selfie. Hey, with him. I will contact Nate 
and I will figure out how to get Nate credits for this freaking event we're gonna do. I will give them some bullshit. We'll like, we'll like, you get oh one. God. You get one Nate hour credit for every beer you drink when you're hanging out yeah. with us. Dude, I will sign a fucking paper that says you get a Nate credit. That's that's plain and simple, dude. I'll make official papers and it'll mm -hmm. say one Nate credit for fucking every beer you drink. Yeah, I went to CVS and I, even on my CVS receipt it said one Nate credit on that long, <laughs> long list of of different coupons on there. Nate may not honor the the certificate that I make, but you'll get a certificate that says Nate credit. <laughs> yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if they honor it or not. It doesn't mean nothing. I mean, yeah. I, I think we should do it. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. I mean, I just okay. don't want to to ruin the draw for AHR if we do this, you know. Oh, we don't want to draw people on AHR. That's yeah. true, bro. Right. We don't want to. We don't want to mess <laughs> up. <the event. laughs> we'll have our five people. There's good yeah. news. Breaking news: AHR is empty this year. They Nobody's there. there. They're all the guy the... who has his eyes like this. But everybody's mm. at the little like cheap casino down the street. That you think we'll get like a red carpet like into the Denny's that we're gonna meet at. Dude, our our meetup is gonna be like in freaking uh, Reno. <laughs> like, a, like a Walmart parking lot. Chris, yeah, speaking of Reno, can you wear those like really tall or really short tight short? shorts? Like, oh yeah, you know? I'm wearing yeah, short shorts. We go to um, uh, Zapatoria's Emporium uh, Boot Emporium or whatever and get new boots. Nice. La Zapatoria. Hey, we, we should get suits like an anchorman, and then we can all jump up and like, yay, we got new suits. <laughs> Wait, so if we do this, yeah, why don't we get like crazy colored suits or like play we wear suits? like white like um uh, boots, like freaking fancy like cowboy boots that are oh, white. I want an all orange suit. All Straight orange. I want a light blue tuxedo with I'm a I'm going to go to Vito. I want Vito to make me a suit. A Vito suit. There we go. People are gonna mistake Bill for like a Duck Dynasty character. <laughs> he gone. Hey, uh, Sign autographs. Erwin, I think uh, Adam got screwed with that too. He was uh, the pandemic uh, canceled his free vacation. I think he's gonna talk about. Oh, never mind. Uh, I think he was talking about his uh, Goodman affiliation. Never mind. Hmm. Yeah. So I think right. they will cancel the Vegas event. I don't think so, but I do know that uh, actually Vegas just is talking about instituting a new mask requirement again. And then uh, Los Angeles County, which is not the county I live in, is talking about mask requirements again, too. But I think that um, I think the event will still go on. So I really wish they would just put it back in Chicago. Yeah, that'd be much better for everybody. No, Vegas, I can drive there even if I have to work. I can I be can in drive Vegas to Chicago. five hours. Dude. That's not my problem, bro. Yeah, see, and then plus Vegas. Yeah. Sin City, man. You're the rich one with 100,000 subs. You Shut can, up. You yeah. can afford a plane ticket. Yeah, I'm not, I withdrew 400 not, bucks from the bank and my wife took 200. Or we're not pulling 85 grand out every Shut month. I, I wish I had $400 spending change. I, I bet week. the bank was like, you should have called ahead, sir. We don't have that kind of cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 400. They're like, wait, this is a little different from your normal withdrawal. Mm -hmm. How would you I like to use 100 out of it? Could you put yeah. it in this briefcase, please? Did they ask you if you wanted to escort out of the building? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen four hundred dollars ever in my life either. Shut up. So yeah. just letting you guys know I'm just letting you know, yeah. 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 All right, guys. So that's it for this week. Uh we're gonna wrap it up right now. Uh no, no, that's boring. Joe's that's over it. Yeah. Yeah, because we leave it to Joe and it's never not boring. <laughs> 
dude, look at my eyes. Do I got one eye this way and one eye out? Like, how much? Joe, some if you just Joe. take some time and pride, you could adjust those so they actually look like eyeballs that are straight. You know, but like, I want like I look at eyeballs that are yeah. straight like that. Yeah, or eyeballs that are straight like that. I bet like your that. nipples are wonky too, aren't they? Or like that. Or like that. Yeah, you got like one nipple like near your armpit, and then. Yo, like, don't show me that, dude. You, don't, don't. Guy. I'll get too excited, man. Not really yeah. excited. <laughs> you just stretch out your shirt, and you let us all know that you shave your chest. That's yeah, true. That's a good point. Hairless nipple, dude. What the hell's waxing? Wax every so often, all right? You, you look like. You look like wet beef jerky. <laughs> hey, if anybody in the chat needs Joe's email, just message me. I'll no. get you contact, yeah. bro. He likes naked selfies of dudes and stuff. He does. Don't <laughs> send fucking naked it. selfies Stop to me, it. though. Stop. Just email me for Joe's email address, and I'll mm-hmm. send it to you. Stop. Bye. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, All everyone. Right. We, we've had on. Thanks for coming, man. Let's Good wrap this week. up. We'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Deuces.